0: Hello, everybody. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving Day Eve. Yes, it is the day before Thanksgiving. So we're sending you out a special bonus uh, video and podcast here today. Um, Of course, the office will be closed tomorrow and Friday for Thanksgiving. So if you need to reach me and it's an emergency, make sure you tell the answering service to Page Don Otto, and they will do that. Just a couple things. Don't want to take up a whole lot of your time because I know a lot of you are planning to knock off a little bit early today. And I understand that you've got places to travel, places to go. First thing is something I should have mentioned last week. Last week, we focused on pre-need, I had a, a whole podcast and webcast on pre-need. If you missed that, you can go back and search for it. You should be able to still see it. But I left something out that's really important to me, to us here, uh, and that's with the Missouri Funeral Trust. And the Missouri Funeral Trust, we now have electronic contracts, contracts that you can fill out online, on your tablet, on your laptop, on your desktop, uh, with the customer right there, with the purchaser. You can fill out all the information You do that and then you can print off the contract right at your funeral home. If you have to go out and meet somebody, you can fill it out there, come back and print it off. And we really want as many people as possible to start using that. Now, it's open for everybody you can use it. You do have to call Vicki Gwynn up at the Missouri Funeral Trust or one of her folks and so that they get you the login and password information so you can start using it. And it's a great thing to do because it eliminates it. First off, it's very easy. Uh, we've had a couple of our uh, board members testing it out over the past couple months. And these people, let me tell you, um, They are hard to please, John Moore, and I won't mention who it is, John Moore, Uh, but (laughs) they're, they're, uh, I mean, they like things just right, and that's good. In this particular business, particularly with pre-need, you need to get everything just right, and they love getting things just right, and let me tell you, their review of the online contract is off the charts. It's wonderful. They would love everybody to use that, and it helps us. Uh, because it uh, eliminates, not it greatly reduces the chance of mistakes on the contract. It's very difficult to leave things out that you're supposed to put in there. It's very difficult to have things added up wrong that are supposed to be added up. So if you're a Missouri funeral trust person, whether you use this a lot or just a little bit, uh, next week, wait till next week, today's probably a really bad time to call up there, but wait till next week. Give the Missouri Funeral Trust folks, Vicki or her folks a call, say you want to sign up for those online contracts and they'll get you the login information, send you the links that you need to have and you can start using that. So I should have mentioned that last week and I didn't, but I'm going to come back around to pre-need in just a minute because uh, this is our this is our, our bonus thing. I know a lot of you are going to be sitting around and if you're not a football fan, you're probably going to be watching movies on TV with the family, with friends or whoever you're at this week. And if you get tired of Hallmark movies because they're out there. Oh, by the way, here's a hint. If you are a very successful young male business person and you wear a suit to work every day and you drive a nice car and you have a nice appointment in a big city. And your fiance is planning to go home for Thanksgiving or Christmas to a southern town wherever all the guys wear flannel shirts and drive pickup trucks. Don't let her go. She won't come back. That's the uh, that's the plot of every Hallmark movie out there this season. So spoiler alert too late. But if you're interested in looking at an interesting movie, it's on Amazon Prime. That's the only way you can look at it. I, I guess Amazon, you could probably pay for it extra, but it's part of Amazon Prime, uh, is The Burial. The Burial is based, and I have to say based, on a story of a family funeral home that is getting taken over by a corporate uh, multi-funeral home entity, and it's with a uh, Jamie Foxx and Tommy Lee Jones, who are great actors, and it has a huge rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's like 97, 91 percent positive rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's really a good look at funeral home business. Now, I have to say, if you talk, if you read the stuff from people who know the actual facts, as is uh, sometimes the case with movies, uh, a number of these people say that everything's a little bit exaggerated. The good guys aren't as great as, you know, they always turn out to be. And the bad guys aren't as bad as they always turn out to be. Uh, You know, there are two sides to every story. So uh, take it, take the movie with a little bit of a grain of salt, realizing that they had to be very dramatic about this. And they've always got to make one guy be 100% bad and one guy to be 100% good. But it is about a corporate uh, funeral place taking, uh, trying to uh, purchase and take over a small funeral home place. Um, I urge you to look at the real story behind it because the movie doesn't give you the full facts, I don't think. But nevertheless, it is a a very interesting movie and something that your consumers, your customers, the folks in your community might be looking at over this holiday season. So they may ask you about that. So if you work for a a corporate funeral home, you might want to learn about this so that you can tell people, eh, you know, Here's what you really need to know. If you work for a family funeral home, you can tell folks that say, hey, you know, this is kind of the things that the the going on in the country, things we have to deal with. So check out The Burial anyway. Great acting, great movie. Uh, Everybody should know you got to always with these things, you got to look at the facts behind it. It's based on a, story, a true story. That doesn't mean it's a documentary, but uh, still it is, uh, it is entertaining if you understand that there's always two sides to every story. But there is a great lesson in that, whether it was true or false, I don't care, because the great lesson in this is the whole thing started because of a handshake deal, a handshake deal that then goes sour. Here is the lesson don't do a handshake deal. You know, uh, the one piece of, uh, I I get asked for legal advice all the time from people in the community, from not just funeral directors, friends, family, folks I run into, and uh, you always got to be careful. You know, you're not their attorney. You can't always give out legal advice even when they want it, but the one piece of free legal advice that I will give anybody anytime is get it in writing. I know, a lot of folks in towns like Jefferson City, they're used to doing business on a handshake. They're used to trusting each other and maybe 99% of the time that works fine. But the 1% of the time it doesn't work could cause you huge amounts of problems. It could cause you litigation. It caused you a great deal of money. No matter how good a friend you are with somebody, no matter how much you trust them, no matter how much times you've done business in the past and nothing's gone wrong, if you're gonna to agree to something, Get it in writing. That's one piece of free legal advice that I will give to anyone, anytime, anywhere, get it in writing. This, by the way, uh, and going to go back, like I said, to uh, the pre-need uh, broadcast from last week. We talked about national pre-arranged services. and uh, the fact that that's the receiverships winding down in Texas. And that the outstanding contracts are only either going to be handled by one of the insurance companies that you should have already been referred to with the remainder being handled by the Missouri Guarantee Association here in Jefferson City. And the fact that cross your fingers, maybe, maybe there might be some money hitting funeral homes away for that lost growth. We'll see about that. But going way back a long time ago before National Prearranged Services went into receivership, which is kind of like bankruptcy for financial institutions. Before that happened, I was getting a whole lot of phone calls from funeral homes saying that NPS was shorting them on their checks, that the checks they were getting in did not have the right amount of money that they should have been getting. And the people are asking me back then is... Well, how much, how much does the law say NPS has to give me? That was, I don't know how many times I got that question. I got it a whole lot. What does chapter 436 say that the seller must pay the provider? And my response to them is nothing. The law doesn't have anything about that. And I would ask them, what does your contract with NPS say you're supposed to get? And unfortunately, a lot of people told me contract. I don't have a contract. I have a handshake with a certain person. Uh, I'm not going to say that person's name. He recently passed away. And uh, my grandmother's always said, uh, you should never say anything bad about the people who've passed away or uh, imply anything about that. You should always speak well of the dead. And if you can't, don't say anything. So anyway, I won't say that, won't say that person's name, but a whole lot of people said, I just had a handshake with so-and-so. And I would say, you got a problem because chapter 436, you can read the whole thing and it never says what the seller is supposed to pay the provider. It didn't in the old law, it doesn't in the new law with one slight exception I'll, I'll tell you about in a second. But it does say no more handshakes. The current law, the new law that came into effect after NPS melted down, no more handshakes are allowed. You must have a written contract between the provider and the seller that spells out what the provider is going to get. And that was something that I know that uh, I mentioned when when we were having all these committee meetings, when the law was rewritten, that said, hey, we need to have something in here. You can't really everybody's deal's different. Every financial arrangement's different. You can't spell out necessarily in a, in a statute. Here's what business number one is going to pay to business number two, because there's a whole lot of things that take into account for that, whether it's insurance trust, or you're using joint accounts or things like that. you, You can't spell that out in a statute, but what we can say is if you have a seller and a provider, and those are two separate entities, they must have a written contract that spells all of this out. So if you're wondering what you're supposed to get from your seller, check your contract. You should have a provider seller agreement and that provider and seller agreement should spell out exactly what it is you're supposed to get. Here's what the fees are, if there are fees, here's how much percentage you're gonna get, all that sort of stuff. And if you're not sure what it says, find it. If you can't find your provider-seller agreement, get a hold of the seller and get a copy of it so that you know exactly what it is that seller is supposed to pay you. Now, there, I told you there's an exception. There's always some exceptions. And one of the exceptions to the written provider-seller agreement in chapter 436 is if the provider and the seller are the same legal entity. So if your funeral home is both the provider and the seller on a contract, and that's very common. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're doing insurance, you're probably going to be both the provider and the seller. If you're doing joint accounts, you're probably going to be both the provider and the seller. And if you have your own trust that you control, as opposed to using something like the Missouri Funeral Trust or the Missouri Preening Trust, then you may very well be both the provider and the seller. If the provider and the seller are the same legal entity, you don't have to have a written provider-seller agreement because you're the same thing. And the law does not require that you have a contract with yourself that says this is how you'll treat yourself or you will sue yourself if you're not nice to yourself. Law kind of figures you can take care of that yourself. But be careful because you could have this situation. If you had ABC Funeral Home, 100% 100% of the stock owned by Don Otto and ABC pre company, 100% of the stock owned by Don Otto. Those are two separate companies, okay? If you have two separate companies, two separate corporations, two separate legal entities, even if they're owned by the same person or same group of people, you would need to have a written contract between those two separate legal entities. And of course, when you have that, uh, if it's a trust, the, there's a time period for when the trust has to fulfill its obligations under that provider-seller agreement. And if you if that doesn't happen in the correct time period, then the provider can go around to the trustee to collect the money that they're owed. And that can get complicated. But if you have any specific questions about your situation and you need to know exactly what statute to look at to help you out, that give me a call. But again if at all possible wait till next week because like i said we will be closed tomorrow and friday so i hope you have an all, i hope you have a good uh thanksgiving travel safe if you're traveling if somebody's traveling to you wish them the best and hope that they travel safe as well and if you get a chance to watch the burial it is the acting is amazing great acting the facts remember it's a movie it's although based on a true true situation that happened. Uh, Dramatic license has been taken in several instances from what I've read of people who know the actual fact situation underneath, but it does have one good lesson. Get it in writing. And that is one thing that in addition to driving carefully will help you stay safe.